How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. On yet another Loser Monday, if you're a Jet fan, let this sink in. The Jets have been mathematically eliminated. There are still three weeks to go in the season. There are only six teams in the NFL that are officially out of it. We're one of them. It's another season in which the New York Jets will finish below 500 and the streak continues of years missing the postseason. You got to go all the way back, all the way back to January of 2011, that AFC championship game, which I had a sick feeling about going in anyway against the Steelers. That's the last time this franchise played a playoff game and that streak Continues. Thank God for drugs. <laughs> and I was in that stadium with our next guest who joins us every Monday, the great Joe Beningo, and his Football Monday call is brought to you by Tortle Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you, by Audi Manhattan, where luxury meets excellence, and powered by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Joe, <laughs> what a disaster. How are you, bro? Well, let, let, here's all you need to know, okay? I did something yesterday that I have I can't remember when I the last time if I ever did this. With ten minutes to go in the third quarter, I was out of the jet game. Mm. I could not take any more. I mean I just couldn't take it anymore. I mean the game was look, the game was over probably as soon as Zach got hit and fumbled to, yep. you know, on a one yard line. Um, you want to give it an official moment when it was over. It was when DJ Reed got beat like a drum by Jalen Waddle. By the way, can maybe we double team the guy? There's no Tyreek Hill. You know, uh, uh, Swiss Garden is supposed to be you know the greatest corner since Dion. You think maybe we could put him on on uh, on Waddle? Nah, we can't do that. Why would we do that? So, but I with ten minutes to go in the third quarter, I was so disgusted, bro, that I was done. Joe, you weren't the only one because about that time. I get a call. We get a, a sound in our ears, like, "Hey guys, you're getting about a quarter of the rest of the audience of CBS." And the first thing I said was, "Why? Did the, the, are the Jets getting blown out?" Right, 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 <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Jets game is so bad. They're sending over, uh, not New York and Miami, but basically everywhere else. They sent over to our game, which is crazy. What game were you, Tink? I'm not sure. We what were you were we were the Battle of the Bays, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, which is a oh, good game until oh, the, that was until a the good fourth, game. About the fourth quarter, the right, Bucks right, couldn't. Right. I mean, the the Packers just couldn't stop the Bucks. They scored every every drive in the second half except for the Baker last. Baker Mayfield, one. Uh, how good was he yesterday? Oh, he man. was fantastic. He tremendous game, four touchdown mm-hmm. passes. No he doubt, great. You know, though, guys, we need a we need a savior, bro. Who's the savior? Aaron Rodgers. That's our it's, only savior. Not, you want it's him? Not, it's not Aaron Rodgers, okay? <laughs> and let's be honest about this too, okay? These guys, if it was if, if it was for Aaron Rodgers, the the coaching staff would have got fired. Too. No question. Okay. Let's be honest about it. No they question. Gone. 
They're I'm interested in what you just said, though. It's not Aaron Rodgers. So what are we what are we talking about? That's now, right. Joe? No, because let's let's look at it. I'm I'm trying to look at this reasonably, uh, Atik. Okay, so let's say Rodgers is fine next year. Okay, and he's healthy and he plays. He has a terrific year, and we we make the playoffs and we maybe we even win a playoff game. But we you know we're not winning the Super Bowl. Where are we after that? What if he says, okay, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. Where the hell is this franchise? You tell me where we are. No, you're right. Aaron Rodgers Uh, right now. And I'm not sure he's a big enough band-aid to do it because this offensive line is so broken. And I so distrust No, you can't play him with this offensive line, bro. No chance. That was a disgrace uh, yesterday. It was embarrassing. And Zach Wilson's in concussion protocol. Who knows if we see him. But even if Aaron Rodgers is a big enough band-aid to fix this mess into respectability, you're right. When he leaves, where are we? Where, where do we go? Yeah, you need right. a future. Obviously, you need a solution for 2024, but you also right. need a future. Right. And so it almost puts you in the conversation of, are we going to draft a quarterback, right? I think we have to. And, but but you know what, Tink, even before that, we need a savior for this franchise, okay? I need a legit – with all due respect to Sal, I like the guy and all of that. You know, we need a legitimate head coach in here, number one, okay? Uh-huh. And then we got to find our quarterback. And I'm telling you, I know, Ev, is, Ev, I know you're down with this. If there is any way that the Pittsburgh Steelers are letting Mike Tomlin go, I would move heaven and earth. You can have if, – if it came down to me having to give my number one draft choice for Mike Tomlin, yeah. I'm doing it. Yes. Okay? I, sa- I said this to I'm Tiki last week after Pittsburgh lost. Which one? Which which mess of a game did they lose? I yeah. think it may have been the Patriot game right. well, where I said – The Colt game was brutal too. Yeah, so well, that was the exclamation point. In well, how bad, by the way, how bad is Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, oh, brutal. Just- And look, there's a lot of things going on in Pittsburgh that make Tomlin look bad. You've got guys quitting on the field, and I understand that. But if this franchise that never makes coaching changes are willing to listen on a trade of Mike Tomlin, because it would be a trade. I don't think they'd ever fire him. Then I'm totally with you. And I think it would be worth the number one pick because other than getting a franchise quarterback – there's no player you could draft in the first round that's worth a legitimate, knows what he's doing head coach, which this franchise never has. Right. Never. Because you bring the accountability, you bring yep. the, 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 yep. the success, the, like the, just, the, just the reputation of success, which makes you listenable to by some of these guys. They just respect you because you've, you've been there. But, I mean, I don't see – we had this conversation a week ago, Joe. I don't see Mike Tomlin – being on the outs in Pittsburgh simply because that's just not what the Steelers do. No. I know the fan base is calling for it, but I don't see the organization mm-hmm. saying, yeah, we're better off without Mike Tomlin. I think they understand, kind of like the cir- circumstances with the Jets, You don't, you don't, your quarterback situation is so bad, it's almost hard to blame anything else. You know what? That's what yeah. it feels like to me. That's definitely what it is in Pittsburgh. It's also the same thing here in New York with the Jets. Yeah, but you know what, though? With that said, I mean, what we saw yesterday, come on. I mean, you can't blame the quarterback for that. I mean, where was that offensive line? I mean, I, uh, Mekhi Becton, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradley Chubb went by. I mean, you know, we had these other two guys, Hanson, who I never heard of. It basically yeah. got him off the street. And then Billy Turner on the right side, but it wasn't even the right side. It was Becton and Tomlinson. They were getting abused and, yesterday. And, Joe, the scary part is – 
next year, assuming Joe Douglas is still the GM, and I assume he'll still be around, he's got to fix every aspect of this offensive line. Absolutely. Like, even AVT, he's one of their more reliable linemen he when he plays. All the time, bro. He, yeah, no, that's my point. He never plays. Never. So they need a left tackle. Mm-hmm. They need yep. a left guard. They need a right. They need everything. Joe Tipman, fine. He'll be back next year. We'll okay. see if he goes in year two. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's they okay. need to fix every no single doubt. aspect of this offensive line. And and look, they need more than that. I mean, how much longer are guys look? How much longer are guys like Brees Hall and and Garrett Wilson going to put up with what's going on? I mean, we're wasting these guys, right? I mean, these guys are they're two well, years into it; they're being completely wasted with what's happening right now with this. Football and the game. biggest thing, Joe, and I don't know if we, I don't really think about it because I kind of just assume that Brees Hall is a first round pick. He's not. So you Second have him round. for two more two more seasons right, next right. year and the year after, and then he's gone. You can't steal him for right, a right. fifth year option, you know. So it's 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 quick, right? So if it doesn't happen next year for whatever reason, right? Brees Hall is basically on his free agent year, and that's yeah. like so. You gonna go find another guy? Maybe you can, but Brees is special, and yeah. he hasn't been utilized well at, at all. all the last month of the season. Not not at all. Well, with this offensive line, I mean, it's such a disaster. But yesterday, I mean, I, look, I mean, the coaching staff's got to got to take a hit for this. They I mean, have they, to. they didn't show up for this game. I mean, it was they didn't show up. And what, do you, what do you make of the players even saying that? What do you make of the players? Yeah, Alan Lazard had right. a lot to say about that, right? Didn't yeah. he? he was Lazard. He's the one who said, said we- why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. You are out-schemed and out-efforted. Yes, that's right. And he's right. He's right. And out-coached because Mike McDaniel. And Mike McDaniel, let's be honest about this, too, because McDaniel and Sal are buddies. McDaniel went easy on Sal <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Right? They only scored six points in the second half. It could have been a lot worse than it was. It really could have. No, but you hit on something, and, and I said this earlier. This coaching track record, this resume Robert Sala has, is a guaranteed job loser. Like, you would yeah. lose your job. 16 and 32, bro. Uh, and after that, yesterday. Yeah, and that's three seasons. And yeah. these excuses would not apply. It comes down to the quarterback and what he wants. So where are you with Aaron Rodgers? Would you listen to what he wants? And if he says, I want no. these guys back, run it back? No, I wouldn't listen to him. <laughs> I would not listen to him. If I had the opportunity to get a guy like Mike Tomlin and say, look, this is we're getting Mike Tomlin, okay, Aaron? And if you got a problem with it, I, we'll, I, I think we'll Tomlin, see you. We'll, we'll see you because we got to well, get a quarterback. Yeah, he anyway. might be the one. Tomlin's an easy one because Rodgers in the past has talked about how much right. he loves him. And I think that's a no-brainer, and I'm okay. with you. I'm with, if they have a chance to get Mike Tomlin, if the Steelers want to move on from him you gotta, to me. you got to move heaven and earth. But let's say that's not the case, right. and Mike Tomlin isn't, isn't available. More than likely. Where do you go? Like, yeah. Is there anyone out know. there that you'd want to run to? You know, I wouldn't mind having Rex back. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I I tell you, I would seriously. Rex and Mike Tannenbaum 
back together again. Uh, that's interesting. Wouldn't well, be the worst thing. And I'll tell you right now, you know this, Ev. You know this. Rex would run back here oh, to God, coach yeah. this team. Yes. He's got such a chip on his shoulder that he'd have to – I don't know if he'd need a wheelbarrow to bring the chip with him. Okay? <laughs> I mean, how long has it been, Joe? Uh, it 2014 was 14, his last year. So, I mean, that's a bit of a – that's a bit. That's a, some time, man. That's his last year with the Jets. Yeah, he goes to the Bills for a few years. He went to Buffalo for how long was he? Was How long was two he? Years two Buffalo, years in Buffalo. Yeah, so I I two years, right. right. So, I still, that's, that's, that's seven years he hasn't coached. So, it's a – I mean, Look, well, I, five Dick, or six years. Dick Vermeil went a long time. Yeah, too. he did. But the game, don't you feel like the game has moved and evolved a lot from those times? Now, I think ultimately it comes down, especially in today's NFL, if, if you're not an offensive coach, which he's not, you have to hire the right offensive coordinator. No, you do. Right? You do. So, if, so if you can do that, it allows you to keep up with what all the, whatever, the new trends and stuff that we're talking about going on. But maybe even Aaron Rodgers makes that simpler because he's Aaron Rodgers, just like... You know, yeah. Peyton, I don't know. Peyton Manning going to Denver, but that's or, why I or, think or Tom Brady. Going but that's to Tampa. why I think they would even keep the current coaching staff because Aaron Rodgers is so the focal point of this offense and so important that I think the attitude this owner is going to have is, well, you know what? Once we have Aaron Rodgers back, everything will fix itself. And I don't know if it fixes itself. I think it's a giant band aid, mm-hmm. and this team would be a lot better. Yeah, but, but you're right. What's the end game after it ends with Aaron Rodgers? And not only that, but where here's a 40 year old guy coming back, as great as Rodgers is, 40 years old off an Achilles. Am I 100 percent confident this guy's playing 17 games for us next year? No, he's not. And no, I, mean, I don't know back about that. By the way, I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. We assume that this is just normal. That a guy who's 40, 41 is going to be great in the NFL. One guy has done it. One, it's right. Tom Brady. Right. Nobody right. else makes it that far. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting Aaron Rodgers at all, but there's not a track record no. of 40-year-old quarterbacks being great and, so, and let's look, or healthy. And, let, and let's look at the year. This year is all about backup quarterbacks. I know. I mean, you're watching these games. I'm watching. I mean, every every time I turn around, I'm looking at, you know, Gardner Minshew. I'm looking at him. Jake right? Browning. Jake Browning, you're looking at Mitch Trubisky. You know, you're looking at this guy Mullins now in Minnesota after they, you know, bench Josh Dobbs. I mean, we could go on and on. You're looking at Joe Flacco in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he wasn't great, but he did enough to win. <laughs> I threw for like I he threw three picks yesterday. Yeah, by he the threw way, picks, but he just threw some. Bom- he threw. He had a couple of bombs that just hit. Right. right. Well, and, and that one down the sideline to Amari Cooper, too, because I was locked into that game. After right. I couldn't take the Jets anymore. And by the way, <laughs> how about the Hail Mary at the end? Did oh, you see that play? Yes. Oh, oh my so God. So close to the Bears oh, pulling that off, hit him man. In the, it hit him in the chest. I know. All, all he, he had to do was – of uh, Joe, all he had to do – this that was Dar- uh, Darnell Mooney. Mooney, all he had right, to do, right. All he had to do was stop trying to catch it. Yeah. Right? right. He's going right. to right. It was sitting in his chest. Just stop moving. Just wrap it. I don't think – I don't think and that resulted in an interception. By right, the way. Right. <laughs> Crazy. I, I don't think things would have played out differently, but reportedly Joe Flacco called the New York Jets and the Jets said, now nah, we're good. Mm. Not good. We're, we're well, all right. Did it, I yeah, heard also early on Gordon Mitchell called them too. Is that true? Before well, we wound up with Indy? During the offseason. already? During the yeah, offseason. Off right. Yeah, right. maybe. But I think that was pre – That was pre Rodgers injury. Well, I think it was pre-Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh was it? I think, okay. I think the Gardner thing was when – 
like, oh, what's happened with Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to get out of Green Bay? Are they going to let him? Mm-hmm. Is the trade going to happen? That's when Gardner called. But you know what? It shouldn't have mattered because, honestly, they were going to need two quarterbacks on this roster anyway. But they, once they they lost a, but they didn't think they did. Well, they were that wrong. was the problem. Well, that's and that's the biggest mistake they made. Yes. And going into next year, you know, whether they draft a quarterback or not, which to me they should, you got to have a veteran backup backing up Rodgers. No so question. That is a guarantee going into next year. No question. Now, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Robert Sala met the media about an hour ago. Zach's still in concussion protocol. Right, right. Aaron Rodgers, according to Robert Sala, wants to play. They haven't really? made the decision yet, but he wants to play. Those are the words wow. of the head coach. Even you, with this offensive line, the disaster that they are. As of now, I mean, that's the only detail he gave, but you were the first on this, and you convinced me when you came on a few weeks ago and said, hey, even if they're out of it, I want to see this guy. Are you still there and wanting to see Aaron Rodgers? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think he's crazy to do it. (laughs) But you know what? If he wants to play, yeah, get out there and play. Let me see him. I'm I'm, I'm totally with that. And you know what? If he got hurt again, bro, then we know we got to draft the quarterback. Yeah, by the way, that's what Evan – that was Evan's take on this as well. Yeah. Like, like, at least you'll know. At least you'll know. You know 100%. Right. I mean, obviously it sucked they didn't play. Aaron Rodgers didn't play all year this year. We also have no idea what it would have looked like. Yeah, right. right. So we don't know if it was a successful experiment bringing Aaron Rodgers to the to the Jets. And so right. now you basically got to try it again next year, which in some ways is still risky. Of course, right? It's just you don't know. Of course, but that's play. that's why Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are going to disagree with me and Joe and not want to see him play because if God forbid he gets hurt and yeah. it blows up, they're gone. Like, yeah. there's no reason well, to have true. any attachment to them if Aaron yeah. Rodgers isn't on this team. That's a great yeah. point. But if Rodgers <laughs> wants to play, are they going to be able to stop him from playing? And, no. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you one thing, too, bro. It gives us a reason. Look, I'm going to watch the games anyway because I'm a sick Jet fan, even <laughs> though I cut out with 10 minutes to go yesterday, which I just I just was – which I would – I don't think I've ever done anything like that. It was so bad. It was yesterday. hideous. I, I could not deal any more with it. But, you know – I'm going to watch him, but it gives you reason to watch the last three yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, think about what the quarterbacks would be. Either it's Zach Wilson, who right. I think there's no Brett chance Rippin. he plays, uh, Brett Rippin or no. Trevor right. Simeon. It's like, Trevor, I, 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 you know what I would do if if Zach can't play and Rodgers isn't playing. I, I don't want to see Trevor Simeon. Might as well play Rippin. Why not? We haven't seen him yet. Let it, you know. We haven't seen how bad he is yet. No, we just go full Wildcat. Call today. Hey, I'm in. <laughs> hey, I'm in. Wing. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. I, I don't know what Rodgers will ultimately decide, but I do like to hear that he wants to go out there and play. And that's yeah. even after standing on that sideline right. and watching the mess up close. He still right. apparently wants yeah. to go out there and play. Unbelievable. He's a gamer. Let him play. He's I'm a in. gamer. I, I, I give him credit for that, but I'm I still don't know what the salute. I don't know what it's going to look like. That's the only issue I have. Right. Right. Well, I mean, look, it may not look pretty, but you know what? I'm 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 all in for Aaron Rodgers playing. If he wants to play, let him play. Um, and like I said, like we just said, look, if he gets hurt, we know what we got to do going into the UFC. I had mentioned this flippantly a few weeks ago, and I, I gave it more thought as a Jet fan, and you've been around a hell of a lot longer yeah. than I have. You've seen it all. I'm telling you, man. Is this pound for pound like the worst season in Jet yeah, history? Yeah, no, I said this earlier uh, on my podcast. This is the worst. With all the hoopla about Aaron Rodgers, with this bill of goods that we were sold in the offseason, and we're all delirious and hard knocks and all of that, the fact that four plays into it, this guy is done for the year. I mean, how could it be worse than that? I keep saying this, bro. We need a change of karma. You know, they talk about the change of culture. No, 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 no. <laughs> karma. Yeah, but how do you do that? Culture, I don't know. Culture, you know what? Culture is almost easy to change because you right. just try to, you kind of right, like right. hire the right head coach. 
right? Bring in some but good veterans. But I think veterans. that's it. But I think you hit on it, Teak. I think that's what it comes down to, the right head coach. You yeah. need a quarterback. You got to get a quarterback, of course. But you need – look, you know this. You guys both know this. Every other sport, ah, the head coach, the manager, whatever. In football, you got to have a head coach. I mean, to me, head coach is as important as the quarterback. Yeah, in I my think, mind, I think you're right, and it's why whether it's this off season or next off season, because let's face it, Robert Sala is not going to be the head coach eight years from now. We know no, that. No whether shot. it's this year or no next shot. year, and by the way, if they keep losing like this, maybe Woody Johnson would overrule everyone and say, "I can't keep this going." And maybe Rogers will say it. You may- never know. Right. Rogers right, may say, "Hey, wait, we got to go in a different. We we can't." And by the way, but it can't be Nathaniel Hackett, please. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? If it's Nathaniel Hackett, to me, it's Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Like, what the hell's the is difference? It? Well, yeah, yeah, because Robert Sala's not any good. Yeah. So while yeah. I don't believe in Nate Hackett, like, we're, we're, we're holding our, our hope with Robert Sala, who's proven no, nothing? No, no, you're not wrong, of course. Like, I get why there'd be anger if the Jets fired Sala and hired Hackett, but my reaction would be, you know what? What the hell's the difference? Yeah, but yeah. if you're firing him now, like, what, what's the point, right? Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. No, I'm talking about for next season, Hackett yeah. being oh, the head coach. I got you. Like, I got being you. the yeah. answer. But yeah. here's what I think we've learned from this. They got to stop playing in the risk game of hiring the hot coordinator yep, to name yep, head coach. Yep, they have yep. failed at it over and over again. You have to hire the established guy, like Bill Parcells two decades earlier. Yeah. Hopefully, like, he sticks like around. Andy Reid going yeah, to but Kansas that's, City that's, from But that's hard to do. Like, who's available to do that? Like, yeah, well, I think the only one that's maybe going to come available is um, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I mean, he's always available. Is he leaving Michigan? Uh, eh, give him enough money and power. If, if, sure. well, well, let me say this. If Michigan, and I don't think they're beating Alabama. I mean, I, that's me. But, I mean, <laughs> if, if Michigan should 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 win the national championship, maybe Harbaugh would leave. I don't see him leaving I, otherwise. I honestly think, and it's a very delicate situation. It's a good question. It's a good question. There, there aren't a lot of guys, and this is a very delicate situation because of Salah's employment and the team you're dealing with. I think you have to call the Steelers if you're the Jets. Yeah, I don't no think I, yeah, I'm but they're not going to fire him. So I think if you call up and say, look. We'll give you the number one pick. Yes. Oh, and that's the only way to do it. Yeah, like, look, yeah. we're offering you something. Yeah, but don't you think you'd have to get Mike's want to on that as well? Why wouldn't Mike want this? Well, <laughs> Mike would have to. Wouldn't yeah, Mike have to have full reign, too? I mean, well, he'd have to yes, get rid of Douglas, food, right? He'd have to have full reign, I'm sure. That's not even. I don't mean talking about that. But right. do you think Mike Tomlin would be okay with essentially volunteeringly voluntarily leaving Pittsburgh. Well, like I, I don't I don't know if he's at that point yet. No, I think that you need to make the phone call to show the Steelers you're serious and hopefully they would then give you permission yeah. to have a discussion with him because obviously yeah, you but, want Mike Tomlin to want to But come I think here. if Mike Tomlin did that, this is an aside to the conversation, but if Mike Tomlin did that, it would it would almost be admitting failure. And Knowing Mike Tomlin, there's no way he's going to admit failure. Yeah, but if the Steelers are allowing him to have a conversation with another franchise, isn't them admitting they're okay with moving on? Well, yeah. It's a, it's I'm, not a even mutual talking about, thing. I'm not even talking about the franchise. I'm talking about Mike Tomlin himself. Because the only way this is happening, if Mike T is like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, my time has run out here. Let's go look at some other opportunities. Yeah, but you can't look at But no matter what, at this point in time, even if the Steelers don't win another game this year, they finish 7-10 and 10 on a six-game losing streak. I mean, Tomlin is already... I mean, he's he's done what he needs to do in Pittsburgh. Oh, no, of course already he does. It's not even, his, yeah, it's not the even. The reputation is there already. Yeah, but know? this this current moment, it feels really bad. And it's the first time where it feels insurmountable. Right, right. right? It, it been year, Every year, we at, last, at least the last three or four, it's felt like, man, the Steelers, this is the year. Yeah, they're going to finish under 500. 
Somehow he figures out a way. Right. This right. year feels like it's not like because it's when, not attainable. Because last year when the Steelers went nine and eight and missed the playoffs, they finished strong. Yes. And this year they're collapsing. They're limping. Like I don't limping. think Joe and I would would sugarcoat what's happened there. It's a disaster. No, he's taking a but, he's making a quarterback I mean, change. Lost, Mason lost Rudolph is going to start in, now. Right. Cardinals in a Patriots yeah. at home. Right. And then the collapse against Indianapolis. But he's been there for seventeen years. He went to two Super there, Bowls. Like. Right. I think his resume is fine for his legacy in Pittsburgh, but I think the only way you get it done, and this is what I was curious about, and we're on the same page, and that is the willingness to trade that first-round pick Mm -hmm. because that's the game-changer that gets the Steelers to engage. And I get that that sounds like a crazy amount, but when you're talking about a head coach, it's worth it. Not like that. No, no. Let me ask you. I'm going to ask Tiki this because I want to get your take on this, Tiki. So is it possible that Tomlin would say, okay, I mean, is there an appeal to a guy like Tomlin to come to this woe-be-gone franchise, okay, and to turn it around? Right. So, is, I mean, is there any appeal? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I know what you're saying. nobody else can do so, it. So I it's mean, interesting. It's interesting, Joe, because when I hear you say that, it's it sounds like Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers has this right. massive ego right. and this, like, ultra-confidence in himself and he delivers it very subtly, but you feel it, right? Mm-hmm. And th- you could hear it in the oh, in the introductory press conference where that pride that you're talking about coming to this 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 worn down franchise that hasn't won since you know you know right. the 1960 Long something before you were born, right? Exactly. <laughs> the, it's it's <laughs> going Evans. to feel a source of pride for right. me to turn this around. That's right. that's right. Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's Mike Tomlin. I don't think he has like his he doesn't wear okay. his pride that way. I don't. I don't think that's what's important to him. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he'd grind at it and he'd get any and he'd 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 make it work. But I don't think that would be motivating for okay. him. But I think it is motivating for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, I you know definitely I mean? think that's a big part of it with Rodgers. I do agree with that. I do. I think that if the Steelers are willing to move on from Mike Tomlin, he's yes. going to want to work again. And no, he's definitely. He's, I mean, what is he? He's young. What's fifty-two? 50, right? 52. Now he could yeah. take a year or two yeah. off and do True. broadcasting, True. and he'd be damn and, good. And at by it. the way. When you leave a place after so long, you probably should take a year off. Probably, yeah, right. I got you, that. Just, you just need to reset yourself. So you know what, Teak? That's fine. You could take a year off, and we'll see what happens with Rogers. Next yes, year. <laughs> yes. And then, and then he could come in and take over the franchise. It's, there you okay? go. That's the most that ideal situation. That plan might work. It's true because look, the Jets are going to have to hire a new head coach soon. Whether it's this year, next year, or the soon. year after, we all right. know this. So if they're going to hire a new head coach. Unless they're in the AFC Championship game. Oh, okay. Wow. Sure. <laughs> that, let me ask you this. If they make the – well, look, I'll say this too. If they made the playoffs last, next year with Rodgers, he's saved. He's safe. Yeah, yeah, I think for a year he's saved. I agree. Yeah. But if Rodgers retires and now we're back to this and they have one bad year, he's gone. Yeah. Look. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think – because I and we've had, we've had so many head coaches where you come to that oh. conclusion of he's the guy or he stinks. Mm-hmm. We've seen Robert Sala for three years. Yeah. You think he's the guy? No. No. No, I don't. I, I don't mean, think so I, either. I, 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 I wish I could say yes, but I can't. I mean, he, he just nothing that I've seen tells me he's the guy. No. No, I agree with you. Well, Joe, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a By very way, Merry uh, Christmas. Happy holidays. I'm not going to be talking to you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, yes. everybody. Happy holidays, all Joe. That. By the way, Teak, I love, I got to tell you, because I see you on SNY because I watch that all the time. Oh, yeah, nice. I love the Christmas tree with the the American flags on it. Oh, all. yeah. By the way, Stellar, you, you can't really see it because it's too far away, Joe, but those are, those are White House ornaments. 
going really? back like 30 years. Really? Yeah. So Tremendous. It's cool. Yeah, it's Tremendous, fantastic. Yes. Wow, that's pretty nice. That's very cool on the tree. I wanted to compliment you on that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You know that Tiki has 37 Christmas trees at home, John? <laughs> Not 37. That, how many you got? No, bro? it's like. 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> eight, hold on. You have 18. They're all fake. Christmas and some trees? of them are little, Joe. Some of them are like. What, on like a table? Desktop, like a table? Like, yeah, tree? because we have like the table, the desktop ones right. in the girls' rooms, right? Tegan has okay. two. Brooklyn has, I think, one. Right. We have one in our bedroom, just a couple in the basement. I mean, we just throw them everywhere. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of Christmas trees, some bro. Are, we have, it's only like eight full size ones. Uh, All the rest of them are small. The problem with Christmas trees <laughs> is taking them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, ours that are fake, Joe. Ours are fake. Ours well, are all good. fake. Yeah, no, that's right. You just wrap them up and you right. know, I get it. It's easy. Yeah. I went fake about three years ago. Could never turn back now. It's right. too easy, yeah, it's man. Too we easy. actually got a, re- a real one this year. Did oh, you really? Nice. We did. We did. Beautiful. Well, have yeah. a very happy holiday, bro. Good talking to you, man. Thank you, guys. All See you, Joe. Love. Happy holidays, bro. The you great too, bro. Joe Beningo coming off another brutal jet loss. We welcome an SNY. show is delivered to you by Grubhub. Your call's next at 877-337-6666. We're going to find out something very disgusting, but I think really cool, about Tiki Barber. Mm. That's coming up in a few short minutes. We got a Monday Night Football game tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts as questionable against the Seattle Seahawks. A game you can hear right here on the fan, plus the Knicks and Nets are in action. But I heard something over the weekend that made me wonder. Booger McFarlane was on ESPN. Mm -hmm. It was halftime of a college game, and it was raining outside. And he talked about the good of it raining while you're playing football. Here's Booger McFarlane. One upside to this, as a defensive lineman, when you're soaking wet and it's raining, and you got to go to the bathroom... You, hey, I'm just, I wasn't oh, exactly So listen, you have to find some good in it. So normally, normally, normally we have to go back in the locker room. But since everything is wet, you just I mean, you just you just let it flow. Okay, well, I didn't go that far. Just let it flow. I went far. Let it flow. Never. I heard that, and I thought to myself, that makes a lot of sense. Never, I mean, ever. Never. Never, ever, ever. You never in a rain game said, you know what, let me just let it flow? Never. Never. Not one time. Never think about it? No. Why not? Because, first of all, I never played. I didn't think I played in that many rain games that were that bad that you wouldn't notice. And secondly, you just go in the locker room or go behind the, you know, there's a chest that they keep out there on the, on the <laughs> I actually saw this this year. It's like a guy going behind it, and the traders hold up towels, right. and you just kind of, you know, do your business. Isn't it easier right just to get field. it done? Well, by the way, they now have a blue tent. It's like a pop-up tent for injuries. Right. You could just go in there and <laughs> eat a cup. It's easy. It is easier said than done, because I'll never forget the first time I went in the ocean. I was in the ocean. I had to go, mm. and I realized, what am I doing? Oh, of course I'm going to go in the ocean. Like, where the hell am I going to go? Because <laughs> as a kid, I would never do it. I would never go in the ocean. So this was probably like eight or nine years ago. I was in the DR, and I was like, I got to go. May as well do it in the ocean. <laughs> oh, a clear water move? Nah, I had no choice. No, that works mucky northeast water. You uh, can't do that clear water. No, nah, I did it in the DR. But you know what? I got stage fright. Couldn't do it. Uh, I eventually uh. did it, but I just couldn't do it for like the first five minutes. I'm like standing there like, I'm trying, and I just won't go. And then eventually, once I did it, I popped the cherry. It was all good to go, and I was able to, you know, do it in any ocean I ever wanted to. Nice. Or pool, for that matter. So you, pool? No, you don't oh, do the pool. Ah, sometimes you have to. Dad, you could tell you're not a pool owner. You're a total pig. Right. I'm not a pool owner. So no. you 
you just so someone else has pulled it. You were laying there, like floating down. You pulled down your bathing suit and you did this in clear water. No, with... no, I kept my bathing suit on. Why would you pull your bathing suit down? No, dude. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, why would you pull your bathing suit? Thank no, you. TV. You guys don't even know how to go in the ocean the right no. way. You take your pants off? No, I don't take them off. I pull down. I let little Bo Jackson hang out, and I go because if you're going, you don't want it like totally sucking back onto you. You want it to go out like fish. Yeah, but there's water everywhere. It's just going to clear it out. Like you no. don't need to take no, because then it's still stuck inside. If you're no, wearing a decent bathing suit, yes, it is, dude. I've never pulled my trousers down dude, when I'm inside. The ocean. Well, they're not trousers, Grandpa. Well, whatever you want to call it, bathing suits. Of course, you pull it down real quick. It's a I'm usually doing it one hand up, and I'm like floating back. Why do you have one hand up? Want to make sure I don't fall and like tumble over. So if a wave hits me, then I'm bad. But you're calling attention to yourself. Why not just stand no, there? It looks and like do I'm it. swimming. You're or you're swimming letting the other swimmers know. You don't just go in your stay pants. Away. Stay away until the tide comes yeah. in at least three times. Yeah. Tiki, <laughs> similarly to how you broke a tie earlier on a penalty, if it should have been or not, yes. when you go in the ocean, you don't pull your stuff. No, you don't. Thank you. Okay. You know. At least I won that one. Come on. You know how disgusting your bathing suits must be? No. You don't, no. You don't even notice it, man. It's washed. Washed? Yes. yes. There's the, no the salt water. Stop it. Exactly. <laughs> That's salt, a stretch. The salt water washed. actually cleans out your yes. pants. It's a true story, yeah. That's right. I read that once. Disgusting. <laughs> Thank you, Tiki. You're both behemoths. No, I think you're disgusting. Right. We're not even disgusting. You're extra careful. Uh-huh. And me and Tiki know the deal. If you gotta go in the Atlantic Ocean, you just go. You don't put your pants down. Yeah. Someone's gonna see your bare ass. Like, what are you doing? Couldn't you have just hold went on, inside? No, 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 like hold on. Somebody's gonna see your bare ass. Evan, what were you, the kid in second grade that dropped his pants to the ankles? Yeah. <laughs> I still have issues with no, that. No, 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 no. You pulled down the front. Your bare ass is still covered, bro. By the way, that's the one memory I have of second grade is I went into that men's room. I went to the urinal. Oh, no. And I did what Sean described. <laughs> like, I just took it all the way down. And I remember a kid laughing at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and that was quite an experience as a second grader. Yeah. So you never did it while playing football. That's never. your answer. Never. No, man. Never had to. I don't think I really believe you. I don't remember ever having to go that badly. I really don't. You drink a lot of water. You're playing football. Yeah, I'm sure you, you also, had to go. You also use a lot of fluids oh. playing football. Okay. Right. Dave is in Maplewood, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Dave. What's up, Dave? Guys, how are you? Good, man. Evan, I, uh, I, I feel your pain, man. Sunday was miserable. And... You know, what makes this year particularly hard for Jets fans, even worse than normal, is that last year the team was on the come. We had the best group of young talents the Jets have ever had. Yes. Ever, right? So here's the silver lining, but the Jets are going to screw this up. The silver lining is all those young guys are still there. But as Tiki said, they won't be in a year if we blow it again. Mm -hmm. If we run this team back, with the same bad coach, the same bad GM, who, by the way, has had here, here for four years and he's failed to develop a quarterback or an offensive line. The same offensive coordinator. If we have another bad year, those guys are gone. You're right. Paul's yeah. gone. Right. Sauce Gardner's going to de- be demanding a trade like Jamal Adams. They need to clean house. They need a new GM, a new head coach, and tell Rodgers – Hey, if you don't like it, you can retire, and yeah. we'll sign Baker. Yeah, but Mason. Dave, Dave, the problem, with, off- but the problem with that is – you're not fixing the issue you laid out, which is eventually you're going to have to pay Sauce and Garrett and Brees or they're going to be gone. Like yeah. It's not like you're resetting the clock on those guys unless you're recommending trading those guys. Can we revisit the Jamal Adams trade thing for a second? Because yeah. he brings that up, and I kind of forget 
why he wanted out. It was per- partly because of contract. Well, right? that was it. The he Jets wanted, didn't want to give him the long-term contract. He wanted, he wanted a wanted. big long-term contract. Yep. And they weren't committed to Correct. him. Correct. And Correct. so they traded him. It, but it wasn't about this place is terrible. They are, we're never going to win here. No. I want to go to a winner. It was all it, about money. It, it wasn't that. It was he wanted a contract, and the Jets, rightfully so, certainly Joe Douglas looks right about this, did not want to give it to him. Yeah. And he turned around and made a great trade, got a lot of draft capital, used the draft capital well, and guess what? We still suck. So wow. great. That's great. You got all these great young players. What the hell does it mean? And Jamal Adams goes to Seattle, doesn't play a ton because he's hurt. Which made it, which kind of justified it in some ways. And then also, tweets disgusting things at NFL reporters. That, and yes. he's not a great cover guy. Yeah. So, I mean, but the Jets haven't ever had that free agent say, this organization sucks. I want out. Oh, someone just demand not yeah, being here. Like, nah, I, it's like, usually not, about the money. It's, it's about the money. It's yeah. always been about the money for yeah, the Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think with those guys, it'll be the same thing. But I think the point is you eventually have to pay them. So you miss out on the opportunity of clicking and winning when you've got elite players not making a lot of money. And that's the thing they're missing out on. Stu Finer, how you been, Stu? Um, great, Evan. How you doing, my brother? What's not up? bad, man. What's up? Uh, hi, Tiki. How you doing? Good, hello, man. Sean. Hello, Tommy. What's up, Stu? So, um... I just want to say that I'm off the hook for I I posted it at like in my head 30 grand that I was going to treat you and pop. You would have sat 50 yard line eight rows up because I was going to have to bring my pop and my family. <laughs> you probably saved me like a hundred thousand. So oh, that's remember, right. August, you I, promised me that you were going to take me to the Super Bowl if the Jets made it. You're right. No, no, you and your father and my dad. Yes, yes, correct. Wow. So I'm, offici- I'm officially off the hook right now. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Until last week, you were on it. You are like, damn it. Come on, Jim. Wait, but, I, but Stu, done. here's the question. Uh, Daddy Stu, do I get that guarantee for life, or was that just a one-year offer to me and my dad? If Rob Asala is the, quarter, the uh, head coach, you got it for life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. If Nathaniel Hackett's the old coordinator, you got it for, for millennium. Your, your, your kids got it. <laughs> I, I, you know, something. I, I be honest, be honest with you. I do not know how he has not got fired. I mean, I like him. I liked him on San Francisco. I like him as a person. I liked him on Hard Knocks. He's not a good coach. He's not a difference maker. Yeah. I've seen other teams struggle to this level where their offense was garbage and the defense was supposed to be all world, and they're in every game. They might be 3-13 and 13 at the end of the year when it used to be a 16-game schedule, but at least they were in every game. We are not in any of these games. And, it's just absolutely unbelievable. And, and I think the teams we beat, when we beat Philly, when we had a great game two weeks ago, it was on the, the other teams. It wasn't what the Jets did. Yeah. So it's so frustrating. It's, it's you know, hair pulling out. You know, we knew, four, we knew four plays into the season. The season was over. You know, we knew that. We tried to stretch it. Obviously, you got to sell it. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm dying with this team. And uh, it's just been very sad. You know what I'm saying? But I did save at least thirty grand for you and Pop. <laughs> save probably another seventy on my end for my family. And when I go to Vegas, I'm absolutely good to lose a hundred. Congratulations, Stu. Thank yes. you very much, man. Spend I appreciate it. So you guys are doing wiser. amazing, by the way. I Thank mean, you. obviously, I'm personal friends with Tommy and, and Sean. So you guys are phenomenal. I guess Sean wins. You know, outstanding performance of the year because no one figured he was going to be that great. And your show is, you know, number one as far as I'm concerned. It's just absolutely fabulous. Thank you, I appreciate it, man. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. So, God bless you. Keep, 
you know, happy holiday, you and the family. I love you. I always will. And God bless you. Thank always. you, man. Stu. Have a happy holidays. The great yeah. Stu Finer. Um, the reason I didn't we're... realize you were headed towards the Super Bowl. I forgot about it, to be honest with you. If, <laughs> if, the, Jet, if the Jets had got there. I think the Jets have been so not a Super Bowl team, I completely forgot about it him was, saying that It was that a week, like, one through four conversation? No, it was, honestly, if we're being fair about this season, when Aaron Rodgers went down, the Super Bowl dream was over. Mm. The dream that I had, the dream I argued with Sean and other Giant fans about was why should I give up on the year? Why should I pivot towards, hey, we're better off tanking or, hey, we have no shot? And what I tried to talk myself into was why can't they be the 09 Jets? Why can't they be the 2010 Jets? And that's what I held out hope for, that if this defense could be elite enough and this offense could just be competent, they could make the playoffs and should make the playoffs. And what I did not figure to happen was that this offense would actually be historically one of the worst offenses ever assembled. Mm, yeah. I did not see that coming. And the challenge is you throw in that 30-point game against the Texans and it skews everything. Because it, it, like, you go look at the, just the scores and yeah. you're like, oh, wow, they score 30 in one game, but ah. every, every other game, 8 13, right. 6, 12, 6, And you 13. look deeper into those numbers, a lot of times you had defenses allowing you to yes. score or the defense scoring for you. So I think we all knew this wasn't a Super Bowl team the moment Rodgers got hurt. But I stand by why I thought they could be a playoff team. And all you got to do is look around the rest of the AFC. Yeah. There's no excuse for well, it. It feels like anybody can be a playoff team this season. And, Ex- I mean, except and- the Jets who were eliminated with three weeks to go. True. You and a couple other teams. But, yeah, there's not a lot. As, as crazy as it sounds, there's a lot of teams that are still in it, including the five and nine Giants. I do want to. They are Giants are in it. They're alive. They run the table. They got a forty one percent chance to make the playoffs. I do want to address something very, very important. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of my word, and so when I declared a few weeks ago that I would not cut my hair until Pete Alonso extended with the New York Mets, I have stood by that. There have been numerous people who have reached out to me accusing me. Of cutting my hair over the weekend. Mm. That is simply not true. Your hair just doesn't grow. My hair, A, doesn't grow, and B, I put a lot of gel in my hair today. Like, I admit, I'm putting more gel in it, and I'm combing it, and I'm trying to have some kind of style I'm figuring out, but I swear on anything, I have not taken a razor or a shaver or anything to any part of my face that goes for my beard, and certainly my head. You just have to be patient. I'm a slow grower. You're hey. a, yeah, grower. You're not, not a shower. Not yet. a shower. <laughs> well, you guys were waiting for that. You guys were battling. Who gets Dude, to say it first? Both. They both. <laughs> they both. We think alike. Did uh, you, you know, talk. You must have talked about that back there. No, we share a brain. What the hell is your mind on Evan's <laughs> hair? The, the thing I will say about Evan, I understand why they're uh, you know accusing you of that. Normally, you just look so disheveled. You're right. You put gel in the hair. It does look like you cut it because normally you look like you slept on a park bench. But yes. in this spot, you didn't cut it. Okay, so here's what's going on. I want to be very honest about this because this week, it'll be fine. When I get back from Disney, that's another two weeks and I cut my hair. And it is going to get intense. And it's going to be sunny. And it's going to be sunny, which means my so hair is going to be bright orange. So it's going to be redder. Yes. <laughs> the more my hair grows, the more I am using uh, product. Yes. The more I'm combing the more I'm trying to make myself look presentable. So just keep that in mind. And and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't know what the hell I'm talking about, Baldy. Same with you, Sean. Uh, I I had hair. Yeah, 30 years ago. Doesn't count. When was the The, last time you had to actually put product in your head, on your head? Yeah, you know. 2010 prom. 
13 years ago. 2010. That's the last you year. You forget? The, that's like the, last, the bike. That's the last year the Jets made the playoffs. That's all you need to know yeah. <laughs> about how long ago that was. I mean, come on. So the brush and the gel is why it appears as if, A, I look sexier, which you I look appreciate. You look good, dude. You do. Thank you. You do. No, I, I combed my hair this This is morning. amazing. I, Only a bet would actually make Evan look less disheveled. By the way, yeah. thank you, SNY. They did an up-close. You could see the hairs growing with their yeah. up-close. Yes. You can also see that my hair is not perfect no. because there's, like, hairs sticking up. But your up. beard is covering your face, which is a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. It's making me look sexier. I Why appreciate it. Well, oh, he was complimenting me. He was saying yeah. my beard looks good. No, just take it as a compliment. I'm saying he's yeah. ugly in general, but yeah. now it's Why did nice you have to bring that out of him? I, I took it as a compliment. He is the ugliest one on the show, so it's it's like raising his bar. He's right? hideous looking. You yeah. think if I put that poll on Twitter, who is the ugliest person on this show? <laughs> Do you think I would win or lose? Yeah, like you full disclosure, not. I will tell you, Tiki is the sexiest man on the show. By far. Lou Gower is a good looking guy. I do it right. And there's a lot of chubby chasers out there that would vote me over you. <laughs> what about the redhead chasers? Excuse no, me? Uh, Let me tell you something right now. Don't discount that, John. That's like finding Jaguars fans. They exist, but not that many. By the way, <laughs> no, I, I, I will tell you this story. <laughs> I shouldn't, but I will anyway. I'll never forget. I went out with a buddy of mine, a good-looking guy. We uh -huh. get all the girls, right? So we go out, and there's four girls, and there's four guys. I don't know any of the girls. He's the one who set up the whole thing. So he knows everybody. He knows, but he knows the girl that he's trying to hook up Got with. Got it. He doesn't yeah. know her friends. So we sit down at this restaurant. And I look across from me, and there's this pretty girl who would not stop looking at me. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, normally. Not, not in your group. This is outside of your group. No, no, in the group. She's oh, okay. one of the four oh, okay. girls that okay. we just got introduced okay. to. Okay. And she is staring at me in a way that I'm like, what's going on? Because like anytime. Making you uncomfortable. <laughs> not uncomfortable, more intrigued. Like, oh, what's okay. happening? Because right. okay. anytime I would get a date or go out with anybody, I used charm. Like, a lot of it. No one was running over to me because of my looks. And this girl is just un. Like, she is taking my clothes off with her eyes. I can see what's going on here. And good-looking girl, I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I find out about an hour later, she comes up to me, whispers into my ear, and says, I got to tell you, you're coming home with me tonight. No. What? And I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and we continue the night, and she was just honest. She's like, you're just so sexy. I love you. I love you. Look, I'm like, what? Am I being put up here? And uh, now it's real. So there are redhead chasers, Sean. I just want to point that out. Wow. There are ginger chasers, as they call them. And she chased. Mm -hmm. And she chased all night. But you know wow. what? Played hard to get. Excuse Good me. for you, Ev. That's right. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm not telling the rest of the story. Can we just move on? I mean, I'm not, I mean you, you brought, brought it up. You brought it up. <laughs> no, I told the part of the story where I was being chased, and it does happen, that there were people back in the day who were like, ooh, redhead, gotta have that. I'm just choosing that. That's the end of the story. We don't have to get into any more details. Some might call her a ginger ale. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, the ale part lost me. Yeah, me too. The, the ginger, I was like, oh, he's going to say something like really. I had a prop. Cool. I was hoping sales was watching. Ginger. <laughs> well, why? You need to give it to Evan. I yeah, you're know. not taking advantage <laughs> of it. <laughs> you're bald. You're not taking advantage <laughs> of the ginger <laughs> ale. Your beard's not red. <laughs> yeah, if you grew a red beard, then you'd have a chance. Tommy is in Oceanside. How are you, Tommy? I'm good. Is there a worse commentator in the history of sports than Jonathan Vilma? <laughs> well, there's been a big debate that maybe it's Tiki, but no, I'm just kidding. Yes, maybe. <laughs> no. I will not comment on commentators because I do it myself. You don't like Jonathan Vilma, Tommy? He... Why do you not like him? All right, so I'm watching the game yesterday. I'm 23 years old, right? D'Angelo Williams is before me. 
Kamara had a six-yard run, and he compared him to, to D'Angelo Williams, which was like the most random thing ever. He, <laughs> co- he was uh, saying Isaac Yodum. He was saying Yodum. Yeah. Pronounced Hyatt's name wrong. Yeah. His Italian accent was an insult to Italian Americans. Yeah, he did. I did, hear, I did hear the Italian thing. The, uh, I forgot when he said then, it. Because it was, it was, when, it was, when, it was when the Saints did it, right? The Saints sacked him or got yeah, after him. Yeah, it was when it, the sack celebration. And yeah, then he exactly. Said he was going into a commercial. Yeah. And then he went after the agent saying it looked like a leprechaun. <laughs> and and the, 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 when DeVito uh, did the slide and they, they didn't call the penalty when they put him in the, for the concussion protocol, they completely forgot what the rule is, that it's not about helmet to helmet. If the guy gives himself up and you go to hit him, isn't that the penalty? It has nothing to do with helmet to helmet. Well, it it's it's a, it's a very t- um, like particular penalty because if the quarterback slides late, which Tommy did, the only way they'll call it is if you go if you hit his helmet. But if he slides early, and then you do that like a step later, then you'll get a penalty for unnecessary roughness, even if you don't hit his penalty or hit his head, even if you don't hit his head. So it's it's. It's very nuanced how they um, govern that. Tommy just slid late. He he was really late. Like, he was really into contact, and then he slid. And then it was like, did he hit his helmet? The answer was no, so they didn't call the penalty. If he had slid slid a a yard earlier and the same thing happened, they would have called a penalty for roughing the I think what's going on with Jonathan Vilma is that you're tired of him. You have heard a lot of Jonathan Vilma this over is, the course this of this season. Very good point. And I think that, A, do I think he's good? No, I think he's average, and I think there are things that he says that will annoy you. And I think our last caller laid out a few. D'Angelo Williams? Yeah. And I've laid out a few earlier this season. We've played Jonathan Vilma clips in which I mock some of the things he says. Yes, because he mocked us. Because he mocked us for the fireworks after the Giants beat the Patriots. So I think what's going on right now amongst Giant fans, and I'm with you, I am on your side, is that you're done with him. You've heard enough of Jonathan Vilma. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hear him anymore. And I don't know what the schedule is like for the next three weeks. I don't know who's calling Giants Eagles on Christmas. Who is calling Giants Eagles on Christmas? Good question. It's you know? uh, Burkhart and Olsen. Oh, it's a Fox game. Yeah, and it's a main Fox game. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you are cleared. You're cleared for Giants Eagles. But after that, Giants Rams. I don't know. You may get more Jonathan Vilma. So I think to answer your question, Tiki, what's wrong with him? I think Giant fans are sick of him. Mm. Plus, he's a homer for the Saints. He's a saint. No, he really is. He came across that way yesterday. Yeah. And I'm saying that as a non-Giant fan. Like, I I got that impression that every 50-50 call was in favor of the Saints. It was as if he left the Saints meeting rooms and came out and did the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But, Tiki, you did an amazing job yesterday. Mm. Some of your analysis was so spot on. (laughs) You didn't even listen to it. Not a second. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was concerned because on social media, Matt Ryan's name was trending. Uh So I was like, holy crap, what happened? What did Tiki and Matt do this time? (laughs) Yeah, something happened with those guys. And the truth was, Matt Ryan's name was trending because Falcon fans were arguing with each other about how great Matt Ryan was because of the situation they're in right right now. Think about when they went downhill, when Arthur Smith decided he didn't want Matt Ryan anymore and traded him to... Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Was that a trade? It was a trade, right? Yeah, it was a trade. It was a trade to the Indianapolis Colts and thought that Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter were going to be the answer. Well, I think that's the trick here. For a third and, round pick, yeah. And, yeah. and this is something we've dealt with a little bit in New York, but it, it's common. You don't appreciate players until they're gone. Yeah, especially and long-term, consistent players. A thou- and I know this is going to sound crazy what I'm about to say to you, but I promise you this is the case. 
it's what happened with Patrick Ewing in this town. Mm. And I know now you'd be like, Patrick Ewing, who would ever criticize him? There was a time in which Nick fans ripped up his poster yeah. and threw it on the ground at Madison Square Garden. There were times where people would call up this radio station. I grew up listening to it. Patrick stinks. He's overrated. Get rid of him. Like, he was so maligned. And then as soon as he left and was traded, and that was an ill-fated trade, mm-hmm. and then obviously the Knicks had their issues over the last few decades, Ewing would slowly become more appreciated. That I thought was going to happen to Donovan McNabb in Philly. It didn't no. because the Eagles had success. Yeah. They won a Super Bowl <laughs> right. not too soon after. Right. right. So, But that's what happens a lot of times, and I think yeah. that's what's going on in a city like Atlanta. I think that eventually, let's say the Giants don't figure it out at quarterback in the next few years. There were people that criticized Eli. Yeah. They existed. Yeah. Eli will grow even right. further his, as years go le- by. His legends will grow as it, ge- it gets older. The same thing, I think Donovan, was it Michael Vick right there, right, right yes. after as well? Yes. So and not only was it not ineptitude at quarterback, it was some interesting quarterbacks. Didn't Nick Foles have one of the best stretches yeah, in NFL left. history? Then he, he went to the Rams and stunk. Yeah, yeah, he had like 20 or 30 inter- touchdowns and one interception or whatever yeah. it was. So they didn't have mediocrity at quarterback. And then not too soon after that, they won the championship. And now so, they've got Jalen Hurts. Who... Right. So they don't miss Donovan McNabb. Right. They, they're not wanting for another quarterback. You need the perfect storm of badness. Right. And Atlanta, especially since it looks like this season is quickly going down the turlet and they're not going to host a playoff game. Now it's easy to look back at the Matt Ryan days and say, oh, my God, I appreciate that. Yeah, Matt Ryan won an MVP. Matt Ryan got to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they collapsed. Yeah, I know. That was a bad one. That it wasn't was, all on him, though. That was mostly uh, that was mostly Shanahan. He just wouldn't run the ball. Just, look, just run the ball. Run look, the clock out. I don't think many in Atlanta put that on him. No. But this is a common thing in sports. You know, you don't appreciate a guy until it's too late. And that's when you start to come around and say, oh, man. So what was the uh, what was the argument? It was just Falcon fans yelling at each other about who, Matt, about why Matt Ryan, how much they miss Matt Ryan, or they hated Matt Ryan, and there were half the people did. Huh. I actually found this interesting. As after the Jets are getting blown out, I was watching the social media debates about the legacy of Matt Ryan in Atlanta, and I was like, man, when's Sal Licata coming in off the top rope? Like, when's he joining <laughs> in on this discussion? But it was real like I find that Atlanta, hard to Atlanta fans. That there's Atlanta fans that don't appreciate the. What, 14 years? Whatever it was. Yeah, but Tiki, there were Giant fans that didn't appreciate Eli. They won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Like, that that, yeah. that exists. Yeah. I, I guess. It's just, it's just bizarre to think about. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.